0: podcast Uh, a good friend of mine father producer violinist just all around great dude uh we met some time ago back and when he first came to dc you was in school back then i feel like right
1: yeah, 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 first
0: game yeah. of DC, yeah. yeah. 2014 15ish, yeah. Yep. We <laughs> met through a mutual friend, shout outs to Norrell. Yep. Um yep. and and ever since then, man, it's been I've been enjoying watching this guy's growth and and the guy who I'm talking about here is Marv, uh Marvel Martin, Marvelous Beats. You have many different names, many different monikers. <laughs> I will um, get into that. But yeah, yeah, we're going to get into that. This guy's super <laughs> accomplished though. I want to talk about some of these accolades. I mean, the Washington Post has covered this guy. Lavity Fox News. You did an amazing job on that NPR Tiny Desk series with Gold Link. <laughs> I'm serious. I went back and watched it again, like, cause I remember I watched it like 50 times when it first dropped. <laughs> and, and and I want to keep it a whole buck right here, right? I yeah. know Gold. I know of Goldlink, but uh, I wasn't that like into his music. But that concert made me into his music. Like, oh, nice. Wind, that's just that's, that's amazing. everything coming together in that in that concert, man. It was just absolutely beautiful. And so, yeah, and, and in addition to that, in addition to all of these things, this guy is an architect, like I said, a father, a beat producer, like, come on, man, like, what is, what is this, man? Like, so again, I, I want to give a, a big round of applause, a, a big welcome to Marvelous Beats, uh, Marvel Martin, thank you for joining me today on the Record Spinner podcast. How have you been? Noel, I've been great,
1: man. Thank you for that amazing intro. Absolutely well <laughs> <about that. laughs> done.
0: I got to do it, man. I was going to send you the intro, too, when I wrote it up. I was like, I'm going to surprise him with this. I'm
1: going to get away. with Oh, well, nah, hey, you're official, man. You're doing great. love it. Um, dude, um, it's, it's been great. Man. And just the journey, every time I hear it, uh, kind of encapsulated like that, um, you just got. I kind of got to take a moment in that moment to sit back and read, like, digest it because some yeah. sometimes <laughs> sometimes the way this has happened has been so fast for me you know what i mean and i realize sometimes um i don't really get to like feel things sometimes like i feel it but i'm just like all right on to the next gotta do this thing got sound stay on cue here we go schedule's going so it's it's interesting man so but as i'm growing um it's helping me see clear about like where i want to be in the future and um out to, you know, be in the be in the present more. So it's a life's life's good. Ever growing, you know, ever learning. So awesome. I can't complain. That's awesome, dude. Like
0: so, I mentioned <laughs> at the top, you're a violinist. How? Where did the violin start? Where did that come from? Did the parents put that in your hands and you took on to it and and moved it to the next level? Like, did you find it? Did like how did that happen? Like,
1: the man, um, I was a young kid. Um, super impressionable by my older sister, older sister Keisha man. Um been a big inspiration you know, for a long time in my childhood, man. She had glasses, I wanted glasses. It was it was that one of those so, things, man. So, so funny. she's she's the closest in age to me too, as exactly. far as all my siblings. So I think I think that's a lot to do with it. People think sometimes that we were twins. But um mm. so she was the one who actually started doing violin first, you know what I mean? Mm. Um my dad, um, and my mom, they, they let that they got the teacher, a private teacher. Um, she was a really sweet lady. Um, and her name is Mary, uh, uh, Mary Barton, I believe that's what it was. And yeah, I, I thank her so much. <laughs> so um, my sister started playing. I thought it was I thought it was cool. So I'm like, I want to try too. So I, my pops and my mom got me a violin too. So I started taking lessons as well. And you know. Um, the the teacher saw that I was very raw, but I had talent. So she was like, "He he's mm. kind of like a natural. You should you mm. should keep playing, you know." And I, I kept playing because I liked it. It was cool to like leave the house at the time mm. and go to this uh go to this woman's apartment. She had a really like like it was like really like vintage apartment, but like eighties nineties vintage, and it was just okay. so cool. And okay. she had, like this she had like, this cat and stuff, and she was just like this whole vibe. <laughs> so nice. like always going to Her place was super cool. And just playing violin, man. And I, and I started to like love the music. Like, the music was like good. You know what I'm saying? I liked it. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember like first trying to learn like how to vibrato, like, did the vibrato sound. Like, man, I chased that feeling for so long. like, finally got it, bro. I, yo, I was such a thing. And like, I know my teacher would look at me like, he doesn't even care about the music. He just wants the vibrato right now. <laughs> I see it in her face, man. It was so funny. But um, I was curious like that, man. So I just kept falling in love with the instrument. And then as it comes along with it, you get better. Mm -hmm. And then I started playing in orchestras, you know what I'm saying? Like my first solo that I ever had, I was in fifth grade. And it was in the... it was in New Rochelle, New York, a Webster school. I was going to was gonna mention
0: the, the the New York part because that that area you grew <laughs> up in is yeah. huge for music. It's a huge yeah. place for musical influences. A lot of my favorite producers are from there. Shout outs to Pete Rock. We're well, not New Rochelle. Yeah, there you go, Yeah, yeah, I, I blend but, that yeah. whole area in. I'm sorry, yeah, I know it, you guys no, don't. it but, is though. That's what okay. it is.
1: It's like a it's like a second set of boroughs for the Lower West Side. People don't know that. Yeah. People don't know that, but yeah. Um, Yonkers, New Michelle, Mount yep. Vernon, yep. yeah, that's mm-hmm. so that, that I'm <laughs> um, sure that
0: influenced you. But back to in course. fifth grade, you were in yeah an
1: orchestra. Yeah, yeah. I was going to, a solo. On um, a solo, yeah, it was like I think it was one of the last concerts of the year, and like. It was, it was such a funny moment because it was like a girl that I had a crush on, too. So I was like the perfect moment to like to try to like <laughs> do impress. my thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, I did that joint. Man, I crushed it. And like I remember like walking in the hallway after like around the stage and like there's this little first grade with her mom. She asked me my, my autograph. I thought it was like the Whoa. craziest. I'll never forget that. Though. I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm in fifth grade. And this one, this little girl in first grade with her mom wants an autograph. Man. I'll That's never forget crazy. that moment. So, um, after that, I kept playing in middle school, you know what I'm saying, doing orchestra. Um, I always sat, like, second or third chair, you know what I mean? So I, I was always going to have super talent, but um, I guess not enough classical discipline. Like, I was still a really good career play, but, like, and that part of that classical discipline also was like coming to class on time and <laughs> like, gotcha, like gotcha. that. So gotcha. I couldn't sit for a chair. I wasn't disciplined enough at that
0: time. Explain, you know, explain so. to me because I'm not mm-hmm. super well versed in orchestras. So the the yeah. chairs, is third chair, second chair. Those are good chairs, but like what's? A I bad mean, chair really,
1: I feel like everybody only cares about first chair. Gotcha, <laughs> like, gotcha. Okay, okay. You know, you you have like basically your first chair is like your 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 top. Your top violinist who does the, okay. the solo. She does the violin one. Who is does the top um the energy violin two who's like another great player um, probably does like the second harmony of like violin two and like pieces okay. and then you kind of say it's violin three but not really but usually first and second chair nobody cares what's after gotcha. So, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's what it was like like i was always the kid who had the talent to be a first chair but not like the actual discipline to be a mm. first chair <laughs> mm. so um because i, I like to do a lot of things you know what i'm saying just i was always in the mix so i just kept playing though and like i kept playing because when people would see me playing the violin, they're like, oh, like, give me this reaction. I was just like, I like, I just like this thing, but people like it, like, I like it too. So it's like, all right, this is cool. I'm gonna keep playing, like, yeah, why not?
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: That's Being like funny. one of the three guys in an orchestra of, like, all these women, like, of course, who, who cares? Like, let's, let's do this, man. I'll take the jokes, let's go. You know That's what I'm saying? Funny. So I yeah, just kept so, doing it, bro. So, so, like, so hmm? did that, did that at all
0: influence uh, or or kind of play any negative effect like you're growing up in New Rochelle and and correct me if I'm wrong anywhere bro so don't don't feel. Nah, like go it. ahead go ahead so go ahead you're growing up in that area of New York and you're playing a classical instrument and you just you know as you just said uh, the orchestra is dominated by women are you getting a lot of flack from your your fellow you know At least in my area okay
1: I was, my area it was like I say even as far as like that's actually a good question wow yeah no i mean from what i see on the outside i follow certain people on social media that are in like actual like real philharmonic orchestras like that's a whole nother racial issue of course misogyny mm-hmm. issue mm-hmm. so that's another thing as far as my upbringing and Michelle um there was a lot of girls that were into orchestra and they were good like other people who were privately trained and like played for a decent amount of time and cared mm-hmm. and um there at least in my experience there were a sprinkle of guys you know what mm-hmm. i mean um so it's interesting that you say, as far as dominant. Is, I mean, if I just think of the small scope of New Rochelle, I'm like, nah, not at all. So I don't want to put that out there mm-hmm. because I know better. That in the large scheme, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's the usual. You know what I mean? Um, but there are the, the, just I'll sprinkle in there for now. There are amazing women who are conducting, especially in Baltimore, um, mm-hmm. that are leading orchestras like whole orchestras. So mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let that be known. Um, but yeah, back to basically Sorry, my back experience. Back. Yeah, no, of course. No, it was it a really great question and I definitely wanted to talk about it for a second. But, um, you know, back to the whole thing and being in middle school and playing and what kind of backlash I guess I got. Of course, it was the average, like, small little lunchroom stuff nothing crazy it wasn't like oh because i'm not a small dude yeah I'm i was going to say like, you're not you know a small saying? guy so <laughs> i know, know you, you like... don't have
0: to deal with too much stuff i know that
1: <laughs> which was lucky for me i guess like you know what i'm saying like i'm, a, I'm i was athletic on the other side of yep, the coin yep. you know what i'm saying i played soccer way before i ever played violin mm. and i was really good you know so i played i was really good to the point where I could have played like at high school if I wanted to, nice, but nice. I got peer pressure into playing football, but I wanted to play football it was fun, but you know, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I, because of my athleticism and all the other random stuff I did, like violin actually was like a secret almost like people mm. didn't really know. They would hear about it. Like there were some friends, no lie, that I've known since like high school, for example, um, who started to see me play within the last few years and were like, yo, I just realized I've never actually seen you play the violin. To, so to see you playing now is like crazy to them because like you were just doing this all this time and like, you know what I mean? So it was never intentional. It was just like subconscious, I guess. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I was like, I don't think nobody want to hear about this, like me playing the violin. So why even talk about that? Like, let's talk about this, this rap. Let's talk about this basketball. Let's talk about... This class or this you know this, this bad girl you know that we all trying to get, you know what I'm saying so it was, it was whatever um so like
0: what age did things start to get serious with this passion you're you talking about how in in middle school and in early early middle school, early school you're you're serious with this thing but it's kind of a secret uh around a lot of your friends and stuff like that not you know because you want it to be just because you know it's kind of a a, a passing thing you're a man of many talents it's it's one of those things right so (laughs) when does it when does it start to become this is the thing this is
1: what it what i want to (laughs) do You know, that's a load of questions for me, because... Sorry about
0: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> only the last part, because it's what I want to do. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay, and then, I think the best way to answer this question is this part of the story. Um, I want to say I was in school, doing architecture. This is about 2015, 2016. I'm about to be a senior. Um, I'm doing really, 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 really well. I even graduated at the top of my class. So... Um, so um like literally out of my freshman class and 15 kids that were in my freshman class two people made it to senior year and i was one of those two Mm. you know what i'm saying Mm. so i was doing an internship i had a really 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 cool internship and it was um a building design company owned by a woman and she was a black woman and she was killing it. And like she gave me the shot, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, and she was from, she had like this New York background, hip hop background, like the whole office had like graffiti on. So I'm like, yo, this is crazy, bro. I didn't think this existed in the industry. So I'm loving it. But you know, being young, there's so much stuff about living on my own, I was still learning, right? So like one of the thousands of things you learn is like the whole relationship of like um, uh, car insurance and your car registration, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I had some old, like, 96 Geo I was driving at the time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, getting point to point B. I had New York plates, but then I got Maryland insurance by accident. When I moved, I was renewing my insurance. I'm like, oh hey, yeah, I'm in Maryland. And they're like, okay, here's your Maryland insurance. So for like a year in New York New York State though, I had driving with no insurance. So my license plate gets, at the the beginning, uh, my license got suspended, you know what I'm saying? I had to return the plates and all this stuff. So like, I was using that car to go to all the, locations to do like the measurements for the um, properties that we were rebuilding and redesigning, and then, you know I would go back with the measurements. She would write up the plan and she'd give it to me like, "Hey, turn this into a CAD drawing." And I'd do that for her, and that's basically what my job was. So I was moving quick with the car. So when I didn't have a car because I had the place to sell the car, I was like, "Damn, I'm back on the bus, I'm back on foot, I'm back on metro." So that slowed me down crazy, like crazy, crazy. And so I'm trying to catch up by speeding up on work. You know, my whole the whole like quality of work is just falling off because I'm like my whole life has changed. I still got to go to school without a call now. I still got to go do my usual things without a call. So like I'm like in the crazy transition of like all right, I I got to get breads so when get a call, but I got to change my life around to make sure I keep going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like weird. It got hard. Yeah, It got yeah, yeah. hard. Yeah, it got real, bro. So I got an apartment. You know what I'm saying? I'm living on my own at the time. So it's just like all right, this, it got real. I'm about to figure something out. So um, the summer before this all happened, I did go on the street with Tyler with the 39th, just as like kind of like a little tour to play around through the streets of D.C. It was mad fun. Mm-hmm. Playing the violin, them rapping, playing our music. We made some change. We made, some, you know, we made a little change. So yeah, I'm thinking yeah. back to last summer. I'm like, yo, why well, don't I just go out there myself for now while mm-hmm. I'm looking for a next job? Because I ended up getting fired. I ended up getting let go by the internship. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, while well, I'm looking for another one, let me think of. let me hit the street with this violin the violin that i hit the street with was actually a gift from my girlfriend kessia it was my first electric violin and it was crazy because when she got me that violin in 2014 mm-hmm. or so i graduated high school in 2009. i hadn't played since 2009. after i graduated high school i stopped playing <laughs> i just completely stopped playing like i don't know what it was i just felt like I'm not gonna go to orchestra class in college, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna yeah. stop playing. So I stopped playing, and then I don't know. She must remember me talking about electric violin. And she got as a gift one time. So I'm like, yo, I got this dope ass white electric violin, and I got this speaker. You know, so I used to work a Radio Shack, so I got this nice little set off with a discount. So nice. <laughs> I got that drum. So I'm gonna hit the streets, man. See what I can do. See what I can drum up. So you know, I started hitting the streets, man, and like I'm out there rusting in a mug, bro, sounding crazy. I'm by my standard. My standard? <laughs> Bruh. I almost wanna take some of them videos off the internet. I'm like, God. Oh, all man. right, but it's all good. But um yeah, man, I was just bold. I didn't have a choice. I wasn't trying to work for real, like yeah. at the time. I was, cause I went from a dope ass internship. I'm like, I'm not going back to the radio track, I'm not going back to series, I'm not yeah. going back to nothing, like I'm not doing it, no. So I was like, I'd rather take my take my chances on the street and see what happened. And you know, as the rust started coming off, people, even, I guess, even if I was rusty, people were still like amazed by the sight of like this random black dude playing the light by, yeah, <laughs> on the street yeah, to hip hop. Yeah, so it was shop. still like yeah. people was just people was jamming and like, you know, I was making a little bit of bread, you know what I'm saying? So it was making me keep going out there. I, honestly, bro, I didn't even care. There was so I was never there to make money, but I always knew it was a possibility. Yeah. So like, I, I always told myself, as long as I make enough money to pay for the bus fare, I just paid to get down there. Even if I make one dollar over that, like, it's good, it's a profit. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. That's why I saw. You kind of have to be like that in that mode. So when you are in that mode, and, it, and it, it turned out being really well, man. Like when I started, after like the first like two months, I started looking at the at the money. I'm like, I'm making more than a minimum wage job right now. Like a lot more than a minimum wage job. Nice. I'm like, hold the hell up. Love. I'm nice. not going to go back to work. Let me see how much I could push this. Yeah. So it yeah. for me trying to replace an internship which was paying me well too. It wasn't a free internship. I was getting paid, bro. So like it was, I was still very upset about losing an opportunity. So I was determined to like replace it, kind of. So I just kept hitting the street, dude. Every day, I started learning my best spots. I started learning my best playlists. I started learning like, I I, I broke down to a science for real. I was just like, what got the best? I had an Excel sheet. You know what I'm saying? Where I write See, down. This is
0: what I said at the, at the in the beginning in that in that catch up. Like, look at the <clears throat> the duality. Like most people can be like. All right, i can play the violin i can play the violin like why not like try and go back to classical school or sign up for an orchestra you were like mm. no, i i can i can maneuver both sides of my brain to be like i'm gonna turn this into something myself and that's what i mean like that is that is mm. beautiful bro like people Thank don't you, have that. people don't have that bro so I I honestly i'm still so learning can,
1: that like people don't, I always assume that everybody did. I'm one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one
0: it. side, one brain <laughs> all the way, bro. It's like, I could do this. This show might come out in two months. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, right. It's, so, it's just so, I I'm I'm just you. so like, I'm, yeah, I'm just so I'm one totally track. By but I want to ask something because, because you jumped over to something and I want to, I want to get some clarity with that. Yeah, so yeah, you being from New York, what brought you to DC? That's a, that's a transition, wow. right there. a lot of people a lot of people stay in the big city man that's the big it's city a lot to the little it's, city little brother
1: I'm gonna keep it as I'm gonna say this, the short and clear answer mm-hmm. was that I had an opportunity to go to school gotcha. and I was one of the only schools that was like letting me go specifically to do architecture, architecture yeah cool but there was I purposefully only applied to schools in the DC area Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there's a reason behind that. One, my sister was already living out here. poor okay. sister. Okay. The one who influenced me since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm just like, she's doing really good out there, or at least surviving out there. And she's been out there since she was 18, and at the time, she must have been like 20 to 23 still out there. Okay. I'm like, yeah, she's doing fine. Like, I could probably do it too. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and then on top of that, my girlfriend at the time, Kessie was out there. Mm. So well, this is way it. before, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, me let me let me mess with dc and then the back end to that was the reason i was trying to get out of new york because i started like kind of getting into like some bad luck i'm gonna leave it like that like situations you know so my mom was just like you you gotta leave you know what i'm saying she's like you should probably it might be time because like my mom was very aware that i was like ultra smart ultra progressive but some of the some of the things i chose to be around was taken away from that gotcha you know what i'm saying Gotcha. So and, and so the change of like, scenery is good then. So that's it's what I'm like, saying. Yeah, the like, change of scenery was needed. And I was yeah. kind of like, you know, at the time, certain seeds I had planted kind of sprouted and were dying a little bit back in New York at the time. And so I was, I was kind of ready to try to do something new. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. like, let me finesse this college move to like get up out of here. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, this is perfect. I can get. I could, I could, it's a win-win. I could help my, my mom be happy. I'm going to pursue education. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get out of the city. I'm going to do something new I'm going to be around some people I know too. So I was like, it's easy. I'm going to do that. So I transferred the Radio Shack job, <laughs> uh, transferred to uh, the Radio Shack in the heart of Chinatown. I mean, it was none nice. who was there. Nice. <laughs> that was like, my first job when I came out here, man. So yeah, that's why I came to DC, man. It was thinking back, what a decision. Man. Mm.
0: that's crazy man that, you have a I hope you're writing you should be writing <laughs> this is
1: I would read this book I would read this book for sure says that I'm just like damn I really am gonna have to do this huh? yeah you gonna, you're gonna have to and if you if you need somebody to
0: record it I'm here for it <laughs> got, let me know say no more let me know I got um, you but let's talk influences too um, because yeah yeah. I mean let's just the beats the violin who, who are some of the musical influences that you looked at and was like, this is kind of what I want to emulate. this is kind of what I want to create. this is kind of what I want to put my own touch onto.
1: Right, right. Um, so when it came to like rap, I start there. Um, when it came to rap, I really fell in love with Nas and I really fell in love with Kanye West. Those are mm-hmm. like the number two off the top of my head I fell in love with like, the first hearing. I was just like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah. And this leading into college dropout. And like when college whew, college dropout, boy. <laughs> that changed that that made me be like yo, I'm making, I'm making beats, bro. I'm doing <laughs> this. I'm doing that. Like shh. And so and then also I'm gonna say, um So rapping, definitely some Jay-Z learning when I started doing my digging. Going back, I was learning about Pac, learning about Biggie, learning about Big L, learning about AZ, learning about the Wu, learning about Dayla, learning about Tribe. And I just started kept going because, you know, at the lunch table, dudes making fun of me talking about rap that's on, you know, MTV Top 20. Like, they're like, hey, you don't know a real, real rap boy, you better go do some homework, bro. I'm just like, damn, all right. So I'm like, going back, I'm learning. I'm just like, oh, this there's levels to this shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying so but it was crazy because it was so much amazing music like so much and it was just opening my mind like crazy so um when it comes to beats i definitely say like Tim Boleyn, Just Blaze Knife Wonder J Dilla mm. um Kanye of course weights. all heavyweights <laughs> all
0: heavyweights
1: <laughs> you know Primo of course DJ Premier mm. um and then of course you know P Rockin' Them Boys you know what I'm saying mm. Rap Lover um <sighs> yeah man those are those like the you know the people for real Um, And, and
0: these artists made you made you look at what you were doing all of the things that all of the many things that you were doing with music and it made you say do i want to incorporate the violin with this like what made you say I could add some flavor to this with the violin, which you you see a little bit, but you see it in a very you still see it in a very classical way. You do it in a very urban way. You do it in it's more it's more about the hip hop or the the R and B than it is about the violin and the classical side of things.
1: Like, what made exactly. you want to do that? Um, because um, <laughs> I didn't want to sound so cut and dry with it, but. Um, I wanted to make a better product at the time when I realized violin was going to be a thing for me, mm. and that was actually four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm, people used to always ask me who did not play violin because I started making beats back when I was seventeen, okay. but I never put violin on them. Never, I just never wanted to. Gotcha. Like I was just like, why? Like I'm making these beats. I don't hear violin like that on <laughs> anybody else's beats. Like. I'm doing that for it. So I'm just making these beats, you know what I'm saying? And I was still doing well with just the beats and no violin. Gotcha. And like I said, I still was kind of fronting on the whole violin thing. I'm like, nobody cares. Like mm. <laughs> This is something I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was kept making beats for a long time. And like like I said, people who knew were like, yeah, why don't you try adding some violin to your beats? I'm like, nah, I always said nah. Until, so, you know, back in 2016, hitting the streets, seeing that people care enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, let me try this now. Gotcha. And yeah. man, it added a whole nut of them because that actually was the perfect thing. I spent enough time focusing on how to produce a beat really, really well mm-hmm. for a long time, and then it made it easier for me just to simply sprinkle on some violin. Not, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's a whole yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. So I think it's, it happened in the right way. I think that's kind of what I was waiting for was purpose, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm. And that's all it really was, you know I'm saying? Just wait until I felt like it was the right time. I'm happy. I'm happy that it happened the way it did, though. I'm happy. I like
0: that. I like that. Let's switch to the production and, and the projects that you have going on. So you talked a brief mm-hmm. bit about Third and Ninth Records. Mm-hmm. What is that? What, record label? Who, who's on it? Are you on it? Do yeah. you run it? Like, what is that mm-hmm. about?
1: So Third and Ninth um, is consisted of three members. And okay. that I am one of those members. And the other member's my brother, Lynn Llama, you know. Okay. I feel like the the original inspiration for rap. Um he mm-hmm. also is a really talented videographer. You know what I'm saying? He's got his own style with the with the underground urban joint. He's 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 got some videos under his belt. He's going crazy. And then on uh, the third member is an artist I've actually been working for working with for about a decade now, for ten mm-hmm. years. His name is Jesse Scott. Okay. And um he's yeah, also he now one of my best friends. Yeah, yeah. So like us three kind of you know, out of you know, um, I guess all of our friends were kind of the most serious about the way we wanted to do music, mm-hmm. and so we kind of decided to create this uh, collective where we essentially help each other with everything, whether that's mm-hmm. um, resources for like you know, oh, I know somebody does this, I know somebody that does that, I got to connect with this, and then we also on the back end, on the business end, we have administer everything. So if you if you follow us, you understand we all have three very specific artistries in three different directions, but behind the scenes we're all involved like we all chip in a piece of our splits our publishing to 39th as a separate entity it's, a, it's an llc it's its own thing mm. so that way we all kind of benefit from whatever we're doing you know even if we're not together
0: yeah, yeah.
1: so um we, we definitely have made music together mm-hmm. in the past but like as our artistry grows, we take our we, we are patient on figuring out how we all mesh. Yeah, yeah. Art no, artistically, that's, 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 you know what I'm saying? perfect
0: because you, you got to do that. Mm-hmm. You got to do that. I
1: Absolutely. It. But I love it. It's a, it's definitely a challenge, but I wouldn't do it with anybody else. You know, I love those guys. You know what I'm saying? And the growth has been crazy for everybody. Not just me. Like, to see how my guys progress is, is amazing. You know what I'm saying? So that's the basis of what I'm doing. It's all 39th back, I'd say. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up.
0: There's also another group uh, that you're a part of I saw and it's controlled chaos. What is what is controlled yeah, chaos? Man. What is that about? That sounds dope sound, by <laughs> the way. Controlled
1: chaos. Yo, that's funny that you said that. That's the second time in two days I've heard somebody say that. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. It's making me feel really good. So <laughs> 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 controlled chaos, man. I'm gonna say what controlled chaos to means. Come on. Control chaos to me is like like a dream come true, man, for real. Mm-hmm. Control chaos to me is like definitely one of those major vehicles on on the way to like destiny of like my destiny of like each other's destiny is part of it is the way it came together such divine order it's crazy hmm. so like control chaos is a band um with six members we're all major graduates from the dc area nice, nice. and the, it was created um inspired uh named <laughs> by uh jonathan foot's live he's the drummer Okay. and um i met him kind of on a random you know one of those things like it's, it's actually kind of worth me telling the story for people to understand that even when you lose you can win sure. you know what I'm saying sure. so I used to do a lot of beat battles in person beat battles and it was one in DC so I knew yo if I want to get my name out here in DC I gotta go out and do these battles man mm-hmm. so it was more like a showcase battles not like I going back and forth it's like a few just play their beats there's like three judges for all in the industry yeah right. perfect perfect and you know you're playing beat so um in this competition this specific one that i did um i presented myself really well on stage like i had like i did something cool i got like these um gold bouillon looking usb sticks <laughs> for all the judges so i gave them all gold sticks like oh, this is my beats nice. you know what i'm saying mic. i was like yo marvel marvelous beats my website is woo-woo-woo. my email's that mm-hmm. and i was doing it so official that dude stopped it and was like, Hold on, hold on. I need all y'all to take note. This is how you market yourself, right here. He came nice. with this and the that. I was wearing my violin on purpose on my back so people saw that I'm nice. an instrumentalist. So everybody was just coming up there, you know, naked. I want to make a point, like, yo, I do this. So, playing the beats. It was all hard, but I didn't place it in that joint. But on my way out, one of the judges, Name is Godfather. Shout out to Godfather. He's producing DMP. Um, I don't remember some of his industry credits off the top of my head, but he's definitely doing a stink. Mm. And um, he was like, "Yo, there's a studio out in Laurel. I want you to come, come through. You know, just come mm-hmm. through and come, you know, come network, chill." I was like, "All right, you know, so I'll come through for sure. I'm tell like, you." Yeah. So I went to the studio, and first I met this one artist. Her name was Lene Gray. She was working on a project, um, and I told her I make beats. I played her some beats and she liked one. Mm-hmm. So then she picked one for her project. And um she I told her that I do like spoken word poetry too. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was I showed her sort of some stuff and she was like, Yo, can you do the intro? So I just did some spoken word on the intro for the joint. So it was tight. So um I think Foots was randomly Jonathan Foots. Was randomly in the studio. I guess he either working with her or this is the place he would be at. So <laughs> I think he was preparing for some show or something like that. And I got into a random conversation because because uh, he, he saw me making beats. Like, yo, the beats is tough, and you're making all stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just you just chopping it up. He's like, yeah, I'm in a band at the time. he was in this other band called like Cloud Nine or something like that. Okay. And it was just yeah. three of them, but um. He's like, yeah, I've been looking for some instrumentalists and stuff like that. Cause I want to do like orchestra stuff and like have like a horns and all this stuff. I was like, oh, what's up, man? I'm like, I play violin. <laughs> He's <was> like, <laughs> he looked at me like, you play violin? Like violin, violin? I was like, yeah, bro, I play violin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the, the beat violin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, what was what, what violin? No, he I get that. He was just like, you know what I'm saying? So we just like, we just connected off of that. And I, I, I don't remember the first time I played for him because I didn't have nothing recorded at the time. This is like mm. still, nothing. it wasn't a thing yet. Mm. It was just something I did. So I, I forgot, I played with him at some point. He was like, oh, well, hell yeah, you got to come play with the band. Was so I played with his first band before they ended up breaking up. I played with them. It was This was a crazy moment, because this was the first time I played at the Fillmore. In, uh, mm. Silver Spring. Yeah, yeah, Great venue. And I used to, when I first came to D.C., I used to go to shows there. So I'm like, how am I on the stage at the Fillmore right now playing with this? I'm like what is going on that was so, that was like a, I can't believe this moment right there that was one of the first I can't believe mm-hmm. this moments and like you know I didn't realize that the band he had going on had some backing you know had a little manager mm-hmm. that kind of thing um, so they had some connection they got they got a little show film, and it was dope that was my first experience I also met two other string players mm-hmm. um we, we uh, recruited too. and one of them I'm still really good friends with she comes back around the story later too but um <laughs> man it's crazy how life works yeah. so he ended up kind of breaking up that bank Then went to like cross through the la something didn't work out Came back and now he wanted to do his own band and headed by him and his own design like he was going around finding people that he really felt like he could trust and like he had people from these schools new NBCs, all the HBCUs around. And around he's mm-hmm. he tell, he told me he's when i asking everybody like, yo time to make a new band you want me down and he asked me i was just like hell yeah bro do that. let's do it you know what i'm saying <laughs> so nice. let's do it and like that was like five years ago so like other than the core six that are here now man the surrounding has changed so much <laughs> like you know, we've tried a lot of things and like after the smoke settled after the fire you have these six committed amazing musicians you know what i mean yeah. and like it's we've, we've we've already been through a lot you know what i'm saying man. so it now, it's now it's, it's really getting to that family side now and it's never just like a man i was yeah. like it's, it's damn near family bro for real real That's for the real stuff. and um they all got that same mind i do man where we was like about the business but we we're also about the creative side you know what i'm saying so it's crazy to be in this kind of energy and this in a state that i didn't grow up in I just something how happened to so, them. Like, we've done a lot of dope stuff. we played for um, rappers at the Fillmore. We've done GC Dad Jazz Fest before. Like, nice. pretty much had the whole uh, Southwest yard ER field. That was a crazy experience. Um, we, we released our first album last year. Um, we were uh, Whammy nominated in DC, which nice. is like the DC version of the yeah. Grammy. So it was like. Man, it's just been a crazy journey, even with this band. Man, we working right now on our second album, so and I hope I'm pretty sure it's coming out end of this like right around the end, end of the summer probably. Man, that's so, what's up.
0: That's what's up. I want to keep my eye out for that project, man. Please let me know when yeah. it drops for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. I want to see that I know. All over all over your IG. Oh okay, yeah, you gonna, you, you gonna miss it? <laughs> okay, <cool. laughs> right now, so, you ain't gonna miss that, man.
1: I'm telling you, but it's just fire, man. It
0: i, I want to get to this part of because i'm so curious about mm-hmm. the process with you because just talking to you i see sort of where the process comes but i also see a lot of where the the, the influence the the organization like i said you, you really you really have uh, that that full package man and i'm not just saying that shit, bro I'm, i mean that like just talking to you like hearing how you can break down all all these different sides of of your experience with the music the business with the artistry i'm really curious about this though what is the beat making process what are what juices do you gotta get going for that like what's the what's the process in getting in getting <laughs> in, in your right mind, frame of mind to get a good beat Ooh,
1: that's I feel like if I gotta tell you, I gotta get you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no! Don't let me. Don't let me know any I'm secrets. But like, but, but is fun. it? You I'm know, be... it, do you? You know, you a ritualistic person,
1: or are you more? Yeah, I'm when a it mix of, Yeah, yeah, I'm a mix of all of that. So like, you know what's funny? Um, my process of making beats has definitely changed so much over the past ten years. Mm-hmm. I used to be the guy that no matter how I feel, I'm sitting in front of that computer and figuring Doing. something out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know now because I know better. Um, I'm more particular with my sound selection. I I make sure certain sounds have certain clearances as far as legalities if I'm going to use samples. Mm -hmm. Um i like, I make sure I purposely leave certain space for producers. I'm also more intentful. Like I'm like, is this going to be a violin beat? Is this going to be a beat to give to a rapper? Cause I have to produce differently for that. Yeah. We're going you know to get to that.
0: You, that's going to be my last little bit of
1: questions there. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So as far as like, the ritualistic side, like, you know, I might inspire myself by listening to some music. Um, uh I might hit a, hit a pun a few times, maybe nice. a sip of nice. something. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, absolutely not, you know what I'm saying? So just just give me my right frame of mind. I create it's a different it's a different perspective. I won't say it's better. It's just a different perspective sometimes that you look at the music at and you can create and as you're flowing through your day, the perspective changes and you see another side, like, Oh, I didn't see that. Fix it on that side. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So and learning my ears is another big thing. Because ear fatigue and getting too used to sounds is a real thing. You got to give yourself a break to to hear life and then come back because certain elements might be way different than you thought. As you was got, as you were like in the second hour of making something, yeah, yeah. and you come back and I'm like, whoa, what was I thinking? You're just <laughs> what the hell like, that <laughs> was this man. you change it, but that's a beautiful part of it because you start sculpting a masterpiece and you give it the time. Mm. So instead of me trying to make a 10 beats in a day because i'm learning the craft Mm -hmm. you know saying now i'm trying to trying to make a production like i'm trying to like do something that's marketable that's legal yep that fits my brand and fits the purpose so it's way more intentful (laughs) when i'm making music now and i'm cool with it because i've it's after 12 years of doing it you know it's it's not as it's not as tedious as it sounds like i have my resources at my fingertips mm-hmm. you know so yeah. make it easier and um yeah it's just a matter of finding the inspirational sounds it could be a loop it could be myself it could be one random sound i accidentally clicked on i was like oh that kind of kind of dope and like i'm gonna mess with nice. that real quick nice. you know what i'm saying um it could be me watching a commercial and i hear a sound <laughs> but i'm just like damn how can i legally use this this is yeah. dope um and then um just just using that as the foundation and then going through sound selection like what fits this vibe i'm trying to make a trap beat a drill beat right now it's rBs it's gonna be sold we're gonna pop and am violin so i start adding elements to fit that foundation and build the foundation of the house you know what i'm saying so i kind of like i definitely have like a floor plan in my mind of the beat you know what i'm saying and like i guess the legalities are kind of like the code yeah. it's like oh i have to read the city's codes and make sure that the bathroom is the right size and the mm-hmm. you know the, the rooms have the right Get number of windows you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. so it's but like a sexual
0: breakdown, it's just that's that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's essentially the same thing, man. So it's like it's following a set of rules to create to solve a problem that's what yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah. So, this medium, which is music, that's how I go about it. And then I get more freeform, for example, and I want to throw some violin on it or do sound effects or DJ effects to give it you know, that's kind of like the more freeform stuff. Um, and that's kind of how I just crank them out now, you know what I'm saying? That's um, true. sometimes beats take an hour sometimes they take five days because it's the way i want to make it or the time i have or the confidence i have in what, uh, it, what it sounds like at the time so
0: are you so, a perfectionist is that what i'm hearing Oof,
1: i try my hardest to stay away from that um, Oh, okay. because i learned it's very it's very productive. Yeah, yeah to, to <laughs> yeah, sit on
0: something
1: mean? until so, it's perfect yeah yeah i i can be a a, a I can be pretty stubborn sometimes in the studio, even when I'm like writing, um, cause what I do is I write harmonies and melodies for other singers. Mm-hmm. Like if they're singing it and I'm like, that sounds good but we need another one. That sounds good. Like we need another one. It's just not the take. So I know when the take is right, but I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for what works. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes what works takes a while, yes. but I know where I'm like, okay, bro, this is good enough. Let it rock. It'll be I, I aspire to that whole thing of sometimes eighty percent of the work is enough. That extra twenty percent is not gonna make a big difference. Mm, so gosh. instead of killing yourself over that twenty percent, call it good at eighty, move on. You know what I mean? Like so I like it. It's, it's real. That's real. It's very real. That's beautiful. And thank
0: you for giving us a window into that creative process. It, I hope you didn't spill any real secrets in there. But I appreciate that breakdown I definitely.
1: Of Living through the alley hoop, though, so y'all y'all, y'all up there. <laughs> y'all better go
0: slam that, man. No, because I, even, <laughs> even for something like this, I, and, you know, this podcast came up out of nowhere. It's, you know, it's not funded by anybody or, you know, uh, anything like that. But I, I'm, I'm already, you know, making my way into into areas that I didn't envision when I first started this project it first started just Which is beautiful man it's yeah. supposed to be a journey for you yeah the process <laughs> is very much the same for stuff like this even mm. you know it's like there are some concepts and ideas there are shows that i've written that i haven't gotten all the way out yet
1: there's yeah. shows
0: for other people who, that i've written that it's like Now I just need to reach out to them, you know. Like now I just need to let them know, like, hey, like (laughs) I want to talk to you about these these things. Like, can we do it? So it's it's very much it's very very similar, and and sometimes it takes a little longer, and sometimes it takes very quick. And like when I had the idea of the interview, for example, that was very quick. I was like, oh, let me get these let me get these questions down. I know this guy, right? So it was it was a little easier. So it was like, okay, like I know this guy, but like he's very well accomplished. I want to get these questions out. I want to get them. Picture perfect but also keeping in mind that you know i know you and you know that like oh yeah like this this is the dude like yeah if there's a, I typo, feel, yeah, if yeah. There's a typo in here i'm not gonna judge him hardcore you know like right. whatever you know what i
1: mean like whatever so i feel you i feel you. it was well really well written man. thank you you, you doing an amazing job brother thank, you. I'm, thank I'm, you I'm looking forward to watching your journey for real thank this, you man. this is dope
0: yeah, well you know it, it it i went ghost for a really long time um and and i do those things from time to time where it's like I I get into my head, I was just collecting records and listening to music and listening to music and listening to music and and literally like that was my life for for a really good chunk of time before I met my partner, Mimi. And it, 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 I don't like, we live in a tower of babble, right? Like everybody has a voice. Everybody is like just, there's just things out there talking, 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 talking all the time. I didn't want to contribute to that without anything to say, right? You know, like, and, and I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be contextual. I wanted it to cover, uh, cover black themes and 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 music, um, not only just the music, but the the things behind that music, uh, some mm-hmm. of the organizations that help prop up some of these musicians and some of these artists. Um, so yeah, it, it was a, it was, a, it took me a really long time to kind of get it out into actuality. Um, but we're not here talking about me, so I'm, I digress. I got two more questions to ask, <laughs> and then I'll let you run, because I know you got to get going. Um, yep. but, uh and, and again, thank you so much for, for doing this. Of course, well, we, man, We're going to get you understand. back. We're going to get you back on the record. Oh, yeah. Festival. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely down for that. So, <laughs> okay. so, and with that, though, we talked about this a brief, but at the top, but about, I feel like it was like two years ago. Was it two years ago? I witnessed a, an awesome moment for you you were on a tiny desk concert series yeah. and you were on there with gold with gold link and uh, i thought that again i wasn't a huge fan of his before this tiny desk series But seeing all of it come together and I'm a sucker for live performances too. I think that's just like the (laughs) magic of live music, right? It's just like, it makes you a fan of somebody because like the music is hitting you. Like it's not stereo. It's not, you know, it's whatever. It's literally you're in front of an artist that's giving you what they have. And I think that's what did it for me. And I saw you on there. And when I saw you, (laughs) I was like, yo, I know that guy. I know him. (laughs) So it was a cool, it was a really cool moment. Uh, it was a really yeah. awesome moment and i just want to know how was it playing on tiny desk and how was it playing with gold Lake?
1: oh man um so buts leader of my band okay. so, he is a mixy guy rightfully so he's a, he's an amazing drummer by the way i didn't even say that he's an amazing drummer and he's a really good uh producer as well shout he out he writes so. music so um he had connects and somebody I guess had reached out to him and mm-hmm. said, Hey, I'm looking for some string players. You have anybody that you vetted that you think is decent and who can do the job? And he was the only name that he gave them was mine. Nice. So um this person happened to be links manager. So <laughs> Golink's manager. Nice. Yeah, my yeah, my life's crazy though So my manager reaches out and I'm just like, You talking about tiny desk, tiny desk, like NPR Tiny Desk? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, and I'm just watching like Anderson Pack on there. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. I watched Tiny Desk, yeah, man. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. like, as, I'm like, as hell yeah, I'm doing this, man. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't care what the number is. I'm doing this. Like, let's go. So, literally, um, there was a undisclosed location in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, rehearsal and I went there and met the, the band, you know, saying that I was going to be for the Empire Tiny Desk and just going through the song selections and just playing it eventually, you know, go like itself came through. We ran it, we ran a few sounds and everything. And it was like you know, we, all the musicians were really talented. So I'm not gonna lie, it was very it's very easy. Um not mm-hmm. much not much rehearsal. Um Definitely. so it's like a jam jam connected. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just figuring out what we're going to do. Um, yeah. so that's really how it happened and then like It was so funny, because when I did come to D.C., and I remember always driving down uh, uh, Capitol, North Capitol, South Capitol, whichever one this, and seeing the NPR, very North Capitol, and seeing the NPR tightest, I'm like, yo, that's the building, that's like the real joint, they they all come here, bro. I'm like, this is crazy, bro, like, this is crazy. I didn't know D.C. had stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm still, you know, mad New York. So Mm -hmm. I'm just learning, just seeing all this stuff and like being, somehow, somehow being a part of it, within like, Year or two, it was so surreal. I remember figuring out that NPR was really dead ass in an office building and like in an office, and like and like seeing that there's actually a crowd. I'm like, I didn't know that. It was, like, it was just an experience, like oh, like it's kind of walk into that space and you're looking at it, like that's 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 the corner, that's the cubicle, that is the cubicle that they do the shows in, like what? But the staff was amazing. Uh, those guys know their stuff, getting the sound right, the acoustics right. In the mix, right positions from the mics, right. Like it was, you know, it was, it was an experience, man. Golden Gilded, He did his things, really entertaining. Really was a cool, yeah, dude, really amazing, mad cool dude. And I, like, I was like on point. I was like, yo, I got a gym before I get on this joint, man. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like he walked in, he was like, you look like you just came from the gym. He <laughs> like was like, yeah, that's right. So like it was, it was mad fun. He was cool. Um, just mad cool dude. And um, the experience was crazy, and, like. I didn't know exactly when it was going to drop, for real. I met other artists, too, like Kila Leticia, who had a feature on that joint. She's a MCI, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh dude on the keys, I'm, I'm trying to remember his name right now, but he was super talented, super cool dude. Um, uh, dude on the guitar, other than the bass, Louis Elastic, super talented yeah. producer as well. Um, so they were just meeting all those dudes, man, and just seeing, like, people moving out of here. So, like, I remember when it did drop. I was just like, oh, <laughs> And, like, really watching it and just kind of sitting back, like, all right, I'm about to watch an NPR Tiny Desk episode. I'm well, you on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, and I'm, like, scrolling through the description. I'm like, yeah, my name's there. Marlon Omar. I'm like, wow. I'm, this joke. This is I, crazy. I'm, I'm not kidding so, when I say this,
0: man. Like, it, I had the same experience, right? I was like, hold on. I'm watching a tiny, I watch these tiny Desk." Uh, series all the time and I'm watching this and I'm right. like I know this guy like I've seen him <laughs> love uh, I've seen him play I've talked to him We've, hung
1: we hung out grabbed. yeah we hung out
0: yeah like and I know this guy like that's so it was, it was one of my it was my, a, it was it was a good
1: cool moment things. for like all my friends all my people man you know what I'm saying it was, it was awesome back home too it was awesome for the fam like it yeah. was it was just an awesome moment, oh, man, and it's it's just crazy to say like yo like within a year of each other I played and sold out a show while Wale and you yeah, know, NPR. Yeah, that, it was that, just that one of those happened. things. And, like, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah. Just shaking my head, like, man. What is going on? <laughs> well, listen, don't don't shake yeah, too much because
0: you got you got more coming, bro, and I, and I mean that, bro, because it, not only it's, is it's it... a it's a
1: funny thing, man. Um, success can be scary sometimes. Yeah. Um, when it comes real fast, sometimes. Um, So you just kind of, I find this always helps. is just being very humble and keeping your aura and your karma right. You know what Mm, I'm saying? mm. And then being smart. You know what I'm saying? Like that always makes it better.
0: So we, we we gonna have a whole episode me and you about we gonna we gonna get into the philosophical stuff because uh, I recall our conversations where we wrapped around that and, and yeah we, we 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 there on that one for sure because I I'm, I'm right there with you keep that karma right keep that keep everything around you keep those auras good mm-hmm. And you Gucci I think and exactly I, I think that's one of the things that protects me out here in this world and and mm. and, and guides me you know and yes so I exactly feel like you know you keep it going with that my last question on the on the docket here is it's going to be an easy one i feel like i gave I, <laughs> I even threw in some ones that i just thought about it and it was like i i don't i shouldn't do that unless i you know unless it it, 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 it flows which it did of course but you know yeah hey, I, I shouldn't I'm do that whatever anymore.
1: you got you. thank sure.
0: you thank you mm-hmm. um but this question is a very easy one who is it that you see yourself i mean you, you produce songs for tory lanes you've Performed with Wale, you've performed with Goldling, you've like, and this this is just this is a microcosm, right? That I I'm not even <laughs> listing all of the stuff. I'm listing the right. the biggest things that I know of, right? And so, who are some of the artists that you really really see yourself or want to see yourself working with in the near future?
1: Mm, I say Lupe Fiasco, dope. I just saw a um... video of
0: him. Uh, doing, yeah, yeah, he's doing you know he's he's samurai super samurai. Yeah, super yeah, yeah. Super, yeah,
1: I think that's dope. He's just doing what he wants to do when he's getting yeah. his loop back. Yeah. But um, definitely Anderson Pack. Definitely Anderson Pack. Um, oh man, um, her, for sure, yeah, for sure, her. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be amazing. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Um, Rhapsody, the rap, I think that is fire. Yes, she, uh, <laughs> she
0: does fire. not get, even though she is now a bona fide, I would say bona fide, dope celebrity female MC. I don't even consider her like the best female MC. She's one of the top MCs out right mm. now, in my say opinion. Say that. Bars, <laughs> bars on bars. Say and, that. And even though now she's, get, she's starting to get that shine that she well deserves, she deserves mm-hmm. that stuff. I still feel like she's very underrated when it comes to... Yeah, you know,
1: hell yeah, man. To, like, to super underrated. Best out there. Yeah, she's... So she's killing. Um, I think... Well, I don't want to forget any key people. That's why this, this, these questions always get me. <laughs> the top off like... my head right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're out there... Marv does want to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> just put it like yeah. that. Yeah. um, um hey, I'm leaving that there. Those little top off my head right now for sure. For sure. Well, for sure. I'm um, gonna
0: throw in another one. This is gonna be a funny one.
1: You you messed with okay. go Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, just I make it short. Sure. Just so make I, I, it short so 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 sure. for the DC case. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm here. At Junk y'all band, you know what I'm saying? Chuck Brown. I'm, I'm here. I'm learning as um, you know, coming the band, they're all from DC, so they okay. keep they try to keep me hit. You know okay, what i saying so it's cool was <laughs> dope though was dope
0: up, man well dude man, I've really I've really enjoyed this conversation bro and I really appreciate you for joining me dude like and I, and, and just know that I am watching not to sound creepy but
1: you know nah like, man I appreciate I, I, the support I, I, man I, I can't do this without y'all people like yourself man. man so I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart to the top of the heavens trust me mm-hmm. I do I appreciate you, man. And
0: uh where can any where can anyone that's interested find your music, find your stuff? I want some stuff on vinyl, by the way. I know that you know <laughs> I know, I know that you you're probably that. working on that. I know <laughs> no
1: I want some stuff but, on But um uh, marvbeats.com and you will find every last shred of thing you need from me on there. YouTube, Instagram, music, booking me, you name it. It's nice. there. Marvbeats.com. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Alright, Joe. All right. I gotta run to this wedding.